BYU fans give thanks and give back at Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Stop by Tucano's during October with a Utah Food Bank donation and receive a secret prize envelope. One lucky guest will win a year of free dinners at Tucano's. So stop by for your chance to win. After one quarter of play, Mississippi State 7 and BYU 0. As mentioned earlier in the Dan Mullen era, the Bulldogs an excellent record. 45-7 and seven when leading after the first 15 minutes. BYU's now played 25 quarters this season and has scored points in 10 of the 25 quarters. Nothing in the first 15. Alternately promising and frustrating quarter offensively, Mark, yeah, for BYU. Right. They've done enough to look like they've got uh, something that they can attack with and then uh, just are falling one yard short on uh, those last two possessions. So as they uh, continue to run the lateral passes, uh, you're seeing some corner blitz coming. You're seeing safety blitz coming from the side. So uh, Mississippi State's going to try and cause trouble by creating confusion by bringing a corner or a safety instead of inside linebackers. But that means that you have an opening in a couple of places that you can try and throw the ball downfield. So the lateral passes are sucking them up, sucking them up, sucking them up. And I think that uh, possibly then you'll see somebody... He'll, uh, Tanner will start throwing the ball downfield. BYU in the Kalani Satake era, three and four when trailing after the first quarter. BYU trails after one here in Starkville. Second and three, MSU at their own 26 yard line. Nick Fitzgerald will be in the gun as the Bulldogs go left to right as we see it and you hear it here in quarter number two. But directly below us here, our line of sight right on the line of scrimmage as they go north to south. First play of the second quarter. Nick Fitzgerald receives a shotgun snap. Puts it in the belly of Eris Williams. He sidesteps his way downfield, spins away from a tackler with the 30, gets out to the 32-yard line. That's a seven, uh, bigger part. That's a uh, five-yard run on second down and three. Make it first down and ten now for MSU. Move the chains for the Bulldogs. Boy, they're just so patient, you know. They just wait and wait. Those offensive linemen hit, but they don't move anybody. But then they shield you, and that back just waits for which way to go, and he picks up yards. From the 32, first and 10, MSU. First seconds here of the second quarter. Fitzgerald in the gun. And pulls it away from Eris Williams and goes deep, intermediate. Pass complete to Gabe Miles at midfield. Now to the 48 of BYU. It's a 20-yard completion. Fitzgerald to Miles. And the Bulldogs in Cougar territory. Well, that, you know, he's got to have a long time to throw that pass because that receiver came from the far side all the way across the field, and there was man-to-man coverage, and Gulakow just couldn't catch up with him. Fitzgerald with Williams' left hip. Takes a three-step drop. Looking left, throwing left. Hits complete. Another first down. Boy, that's, that's Jamal time. Couch makes the catch at 12 yards and is tackled immediately by Troy Warner. Warner has his hand in there. That's the closest, uh, you know, he's come to making a pass breakup. Nice job by Warner to get there immediately. But uh, still, nice catch by the receiver. 14 minutes to go until halftime. Fitzgerald shotgun. The Bulldogs first and 10 already down to the BYU 37-yard line. Wing back to the right. Two wides to the right. Whistles and false start against MSU. It'll back him up to first and 15 at the 42. That's pretty interesting. All that did uh, the wide receiver changed. Offense, number 17, five-yard penalty, first down. He just changed his position from right leg back to right leg front, and they called the flag on that. They threw the flag on that. 
First quarter stats saw MSU gain 103 yards to BYU 60. BYU 15 rush and 45 pass. Bulldogs 54 rush and 49 pass. The epitome of balance. And here we are, first and 15 for the Bulldogs at the BYU 42-yard line. 13.45 to go until halftime. Fitzgerald in the gun. Aris Williams is the running back adjacent. Two wide receivers to the right, the wide side. Single wide receiver, short left. BYU shows five at the line. They're going to bring five on a delayed blitz from the right side. So he throws left. And the completion to Donald Gray at the BYU sideline. A step out after a gain of five or six. Closer to closer to the 10-yard mark on that, really. It'll be yeah. third down and then, or second down and six. I really like that throw, and uh, that's the one that uh, I know that uh, BYU practices, that down and square cut to the sideline, throw it on time. It's tough to defend. Second and six, BYU 33, Bulldogs in scoring territory. Fitzgerald awaits a shotgun snap. Same formation, two wides right, single wide left, tight end right, and the run left. Now the pull away, and the Fitzgerald throws right near sideline. A catch made at the boundary, just shy of the marker. Was a good incomplete? I think I saw a receiver uh, official wave incomplete, and one said complete. So they're talking about it near sideline. It was Dedrick Thomas on the reception, but good or no good? They say good and just shy of the marker. So well, the that's catch where they're made, spotting it, but they're still talking. It's now third down and one. After we missed the officials' call there, but oh, they incomplete. say incomplete pass, did not complete the catch, and so wipe it off and go to third down and six at the 33-yard line of BYU. I know that uh, the BYU defenders were saying that he dropped that ball. He didn't have control of it when he went out of bounds. MSU 2 of 3 on third downs, making on third and 5, third and 8, missing on third and 4. This is a third and 6 at the Cougar 33. 13.05 to go till halftime. Bulldogs 7, Cougars 0. Pressure from Fitzgerald's right. He runs to the right, throws downfield, and it's dropped. Incomplete. And the Bulldogs now face either a 50-yard field goal punt and pin or go for it on fourth and six the ball intended for Dedrick Thomas on the near sideline and he couldn't haul it in the offense for the time being stays on the field so the way, they, the way they've been moving it they're just gonna say we're gonna we're gonna gain six yards on fourth down here fourth and six at the BYU 33 so too long for a field goal they say and the offense stays out there so an early chance for BYU to assert itself defensively trips to the right single wide short side left Eris Williams right hip of Nick Fitzgerald in the gun the play clock is down to 15 as Williams shifts from right to left, and Fitzgerald's in the gun. Fourth and six. Snap. Nick on a three-step. Steps up. Fires. Incomplete! It was ball. Oh, a flag flies as Gray drops the ball thrown behind him, and they say he was interfered with. It looks like the flag came right there. Donald Gray. Nope. Was a push off by Gray, perhaps? No, they're going to call BYU, it appears, on a P.I. At Warner's least that's the impression. To, Warner's trying to talk him into it. It's a throw behind Gray. The question is, was it behind because he was interfered with? Pass interference. Defense. Number one. 15-yard penalty. Automatic. First down. Correction. Spot of the foul. Correction. It's the spot of the foul. First down, Mississippi State, and the throw appeared to be and was behind Donald Gray. The question was how much of what Warner did contributed to that outcome. Either way, on a fourth and six, Mississippi State... Keeps the ball and makes it first and ten at the BYU 20 after a P.I. Would have liked to see that replay. Yeah. Wasn't a great throw, and it wasn't a good catch, but there was P.I. on the play. Handoff, Eris Williams. He slowly explores his options before bursting up the middle and has a gain of about three on first and ten. It just quickly on that play, Warner wasn't within three or four yards of the receiver. That's the thing when the first ball got to him. Timeout. It was on BYU. the cut. 
So they should have called hold if that's what it was. Right. It wasn't P.I. because Warner wasn't to be seen. So on the timeout with 12.38 to go until halftime, we'll take a break. Bulldogs 7, Cougars 0 on the new skin BYU Sports Network. And the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Jason Shepard has a scoreboard update for us. Shep. We'll catch Jason next break. It's time now for the Timpanogos Regional Hospital Injury Report. Timpanogos Regional Hospital's emergency room is prepared to treat injuries of all kinds close to home. Just text ER to 32222 for current ER wait times. And Nate Mickle down on the field where Trey Dye is not. Yeah, on that uh, screen pass that Trey had where he picked up nine and almost got the first down, looked like he got held up a little bit and the last guy came through and hit him hard. Uh, Trey's been in the locker room since then, still waiting on official word, but not a good sign that he's not back out on the field yet. Second eight, it is second down seven for Mississippi State from the BYU 17-yard line. 12.38 to go until halftime. Bulldogs leading BYU by a score of 7-0 and almost and more than doubling up BYU in offense. 152-60 to 60 right now. And possession time, while still belonging to BYU, has not mattered much as the Bulldogs have moved smartly yeah. on their two deep drives. Last moments ago, converting a fourth down and six on a P.I. from Troy Warner. Fitzgerald shotgun. Williams to his right. Trips uh, make it twins to the wide right. Tight ends left and right for the Bulldogs. They're moving it left to right here in the second quarter from our vantage point. North to south, and they approach the BYU end zone from the 17-yard line. Snap, Fitzgerald. Holds it out for Williams. Williams veering off tackle right. Got four of the seven needed. Third down and three coming up for MSU. Yeah, it was their second possession, Greg, that was three and out for uh, Mississippi State. But now they put together another very good possession, driving the ball downfield. Bulldogs are two of four on third down. This is a third down and three. It's the first third and three today for MSU. Fitzgerald, where he's normally been, shotgun. Wide receiver stack, a twin stack to the left. And the run for Fitzgerald is to the right. He's got the first down and a yard more as he lowers the helmet at the 10. Got to the 9. Needing 3. Got 4. And Zane Anderson the tackle for BYU, but the Bulldogs now deep into BYU territory. Certainly expecting points on this drive. Butch gave himself up a little too early. He penetrated through the line and the quarterback had already gotten to the line of scrimmage, so they just crossed each other. A rare under center snap for Fitzgerald. The setback is Eris Williams. The handoff is to Eris, who spun out of a tackle in the backfield and gains two yards when he probably should have had next to yeah, nothing on that play. Sione Takitaki couldn't bring Eris Williams down as he got to him, really, in the backfield. He used that spin move and uses that uh, that momentum of Takitaki to kind of elude him as he spins around away from that tackler. Second down goal from the seven. Yeah, Fitzgerald back to the gun. Williams with him. Eris Williams. Double wide receiver stack left. Tight end right. Fitzgerald gun on a two-step drop. Settles at the 15-yard line. Guns it for the end zone. It's intercepted in the end zone by Diane Gawolaku. Down the near sideline. 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Veers toward midfield. Two tacklers converge. Steps out of it and now goes down at the 33-yard line of Mississippi State. A pick in the end zone, and Diane Gomoloku with a 67-yard INT return, setting BYU up in Bulldogs territory, down 7-0. Wow, nice job by Gomoloku. Now, he sees that the ball is going to be high to the receiver. Uh, this is an overthrow by the quarterback, and he's sitting in a good spot. Once he catches the football, you have a quick decision to make. Should I run this out of here, or should I down it in the end zone? He sees that there's no defenders on the sideline with him, so he takes off sprinting, does a great job to get it back on the far side of the mid 
midfield. Diane Gawolico's third INT of his career, first of this season. And the BYU need that. Tanner Mangum now with pistol. Now a shotgun alignment with Tolu Tau to his right hip. First and 10, BYU at the Bulldogs' 33-yard line. A pull away from Mangum, a throw in the right flat to Hifo. Hifo makes the catch and is tackled at the 30. A gain of about three, give him four to the 29-yard line. One Second down and six for BYU. Yeah, one thing about Diane is when he does get interceptions, he knows what to do. He's a great guy with the ball in his hands. Had some good returns last year when he got his picks. Nate Mickle in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. 10.35 to go till halftime after the Diane Gomoloku 67-yard INT return. BYU now a second and five. It's really six. Second and six at the 29-yard line of Mississippi State. Shotgun split back. Sell Bakri on Tolutau. Tanner Mangum claps the hands. Blitz coming from his right. They run middle and close, but not enough. On second and five, three. The ball pops loose at the end of the play. Bulldog football. A BYU fumble, and again, every time with Ula, it's grinding for more yards. He stopped, he stood up, and the ball pops loose. And at the 26-yard line of MSU, BYU turns it over. Mark Rolling East on Spencer on the turnover. Covered by the defense. Man, that's a killer. You know, you, you, at this point, though, he's fighting for that extra yard. In this situation where you're getting close to that first down marker, Sometimes that's allowable, but uh, he, they, every, he's in a pile. He's and so in a it's, pile it's there. All three he of his fumbles lost to the same play. He stood up, he's stacked up, he's driving, he's driving, and they're yanking at the ball. They strip it loose, and he's lost the ball again. And the turnover margin is now even after a big pick set the Cougars up deep in MSU territory. A fumble lost, the fourth on the season for BYU. First and ten Bulldogs at their own 26. Nick Fitzgerald in shotgun. The turnover does nothing against the Bulldogs. Rolling on the field was a fumble recovered by the defense. Previous play is now under further review. There wasn't an early whistle, but it is a possibility that he's uh, lost his forward momentum. His knee is down before that ball came out. Right, and I had the same view as the official over here who called the fumble, and the ball popped out late. There was a big pile up. The ball kind of squirted out late, and there was really no way to tell whether he was down or not. So I'm interested to see how this review comes out. And again, the question will be, if it's not a knee situation, if the whistle was blown, saying the play was over. Getting my first look at an in-booth replay here. And maybe an elbow, if not a knee, was down first. They'll take another look at this thing. And if the elbow is down, they may get the ball back. Tough to see exactly, at least from my view, when the football. ball popped loose. I can't see the football. Yeah. yeah. Either a knee or an elbow. When is it loose? And the call on the field is fumble recovered by MSU. After review, the ruling on the field stands as called. Yeah, when they go that quickly, that means they saw what they needed to see. And so they give it to MSU at the 26-yard line. First down and 10. A glimmer of hope is extinguished here in the <laughs> second quarter as BYU off the great play by Gomulaku. I guess he had to score, basically. Yeah, you got to take it all the way. <laughs> and there was this Fitzgerald, one other player to beat, and he kind of went to the middle of the field where the second guy was, and that's where he ended up getting yeah. uh, stacked up. Maybe he stays on the sideline. Stop and go to Fitzgerald stop and, yeah. and get down the sideline. Yep. Oh, well. 10-08 to go till halftime. Bulldogs leading at 7-0. And a handoff to Kylan Hill, and Kylan Hill has an 11-yard run running right to the 37-yard line. Taki Taki and Anderson the stop for BYU. 
BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen helping Utah families for over 25 years. BYU brought a linebacker last down, but it was in the wrong gap, and uh, nobody was able to get across and close that gap that was left. Jesse Jackson and Keith Mixon wide left. Jamal Couch wide right. Shotgun Fitzgerald. Kylan Hill to his left hip. They motion Mixon to slot left. They hand off to Hill, and Hill puts his hands on a lineman and says, I'm going to follow you for four yards up the middle past the 40 to the 41-yard line. We're under 10 minutes to go till halftime. BYU's yet to score in this game, trailing at 7-0. It's a manageable margin, especially yeah. when a pick sets you up at the inside the 35-yard line of your opponent. And a couple plays later, it's a fumble by Ula Tolutau, his third fumble lost in three games. And Bulldog football. Nick Gibson gets his first snap to the left hip of Fitzgerald in the gun on second down and long seven. A pull away by Fitzgerald, a look left, a look middle, and a takeoff to the right and a throw incomplete. And a flag. It's going to be pass interference on Tanner Jacobson as he was grabbing the waist of Farad Green, the tight end intended on that play. It was not a great throw. It's going to be incomplete, and BYU interferes on the play, it appears. Yeah, it's going to be uh, interference. And he, again, I, I like that he was close enough to be there to make the play. And certainly uh, he dove out there. I don't know. That's pretty pretty weak. Pass interference. Offense. Pretty weak. Number 25. Yeah, I think that was Penalty pretty weak. Penalty the spot of the foul. Automatic first down. He it, was, it was not going to be a completion anyway, and he grabbed him and wrapped him around the hip right around the same time the ball got there. So he's trying to track, he's trying to tackle the receiver before the catch is actually made. It was very close, as Mark said. But again, maybe a, maybe a wrap on the left arm around the waist, but not a great throw, and yet they moved the chains again. So the last two throws by Fitzgerald downfield have been behind or beyond the receiver, but P.I. both times moves the chains. Nick Gibson right hip. Gibson takes the handoff and starts right and gets to the 45 of BYU. Runs through a tackle, stays on his feet. Oh, a helmet pops off, spins off more tackles and comes to the near boundary on first and 10. A run of 11 for Nick Gibson and Mark. How many times did BYU appear to have him stop? Man, well, there were three definitely uh, when he first gets to the line of scrimmage. It's so odd to me, Greg. When they run these plays, it's like everybody's in slow motion. They kind of wait, pause. Those linemen are just uh, engaged with the defender, and that back just kind of sits there for a second like it's an early whistle to me. And then he takes off and uh, finds an open area to get upfield. That was an 11-yard, one-shoe run. He blew a tire at the line of scrimmage and finished that run with a pink sock and a white shoe. It's the uh, pink accent day for Mississippi State today. Shotgun snap to Fitzgerald. He hands off to Kylan Hill, running right, turning the corner near boundary, and gets himself a nice six or seven-yard run on first down and ten. Big chunks now for the Bulldogs. Just outside the BYU 30. It'll be the 31-yard line, the spot. Eight-yard run. Chris Wilcox on the tackle. BYU's had those these moments where they're more than competitive with MSU, but, man, alive. It's these momentary lapses that just result in these big chunk plays one way. And a turnover the other way certainly didn't help things. And we're sitting at 7 nothing Bulldogs with 8-12 to go until halftime. And they're driving it inside BYU territory. Kylan Hill tries between the tackles this time on second and two. And he gets an easy four. And the Bulldogs move the chains yet again. That is first down number 14 for the Bulldogs to just three for BYU. I really like Isaiah Kafusi and what he does and uh, on that uh, last run where he was just kind of tied up with the lineman, couldn't get rid of him, fighting to get away, and that back just gets outside of him to make that game. The deficit is not insurmountable, but the uh, yardage gained is starting to look that. 
7-0. Score stays. Bulldogs 7, BYU 0. The Cougar 27. First and 10. Fitzgerald goes under center with Kylan Hill, the lone setback. Play action. Deep drop. Fitzgerald loads up. Goes for the end zone. It is over the shoulder of the intended receiver, Gabe Miles, but incomplete. Coverage by Troy Warner in the end zone. Long incompletion. It'll be second down and 10 from the BYU 27. So that time, uh, Troy... He just, Warner just wasn't going to get a pass interference call. He stopped early, made sure he wasn't in contact, and tried to jump up and tap that ball away, but it was overthrown. I think he knew it was going to be out of bounds. Four consecutive incompletions for Fitzgerald, including an INT. He's not been terribly sharp. Seven for 13, sharp enough for enough big oh, plays. His run. Four wide receivers left. Single wide right, empty. It's a wide receiver screen far side, although it was really a forward pass. Yeah. And it was caught by Dedrick Thomas, sidestepping defenders inside the 10 to first and goal. And Mark, I thought that looked like a and pass for the receivers are blocking downfield and it wasn't the screen. The pass was beyond the line of scrimmage. How do they miss that? And the BYU coaches are just screaming yeah, to see the same thing. They're, ho- they're holding out there. On green, they, oh man. First and goal engaged. from the BYU 9, Fitzgerald gun, Aris Williams right hip. Tight end and two wide receivers right, a pull away by Fitzgerald, a down and in, a bobbled ball, and a catch made for the touchdown by Donald Gray. The ball thrown behind Gray, he tapped it up in the air, secured it as defenders converged at the goal line, steps in for six. It's 13-0 with 7.07 to go till halftime. If you run a one-yard slant and you're able to bobble it and still catch it, you know you're the defender is not very close, and that was the case on that play. Man alive, though, I, I'm uh, baffled at how they are letting those receivers block downfield on those screen passes. They're blocking downfield on forward passes <laughs> beyond the line of scrimmage. PAT is up on its way, and good by Jace Christman. Timeout on the field, 7.07 to go until halftime. Mississippi State 14 and BYU 0 on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Jason Shepard in our Provo studios. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin BYU Sports Network. KBYU FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. One quick score to update you on. Top 25 action. Number 24, Texas Tech leading at West Virginia by 11. That score 21 to 10. Back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Broadcast booth and Greg Rubel. Chef, thank you. If you need a gift for someone special, MyCanvas.com makes it easy to create family tree charts, history books, family calendars, and more. Enter MyCanvasBYU at checkout for 10% off your next order today. Mississippi State, 14 BYU 0. Cougars currently getting their bells rung here in Starkville. Logan Cook will kick off. Shelton and Trineman back with Trey Dye out of the game, and he will not return to this game. Another player is out for BYU injured. The number of BYU players injured to miss games this year is in the mid-30s now. Kickoff will go through the end zone. Touchback, and BYU out to the 25-yard line. Diane Gomoliku picked off a Nick Fitzgerald pass in the end zone. And was into MSU territory, but he stopped 33 yards, was stopped 33 yards shy of the goal line. And two plays later, BYU turned it over on the ensuing drive. MSU scores to make it 14-0. BYU could have been back in the game if they score. A touchdown following the long Guy Wallaku INT return, but he got himself into traffic in the middle of the field and couldn't get to the house. He ended up on the front doorstep is all, and BYU gave the ball up. 
One of the old-time rules on the touchdown pass, Greg, is in an end zone, in a goal line situation, you've got to take away the slant. That defensive back has to stop that inside receiver. It's too easy a throw for the quarterback. Ray slanted, bobbled, and caught the handoff to El Bakri, and El Bakri gets a gain of a couple to the 27 before he's driven back. Second down and eight for BYU with 6:55 to play until halftime. BYU in a tough spot offensively. Their best offense these last few weeks has been Ula. But like you said, Greg, three fumbles in three weeks is just not acceptable. BYU's been outgained by a 4-1 to margin here in the first half. So the offense just is not clicking and has not clicked this season for BYU. And that first drive was an indication when they ran on third down and nine that they weren't feeling comfortable with what the throw game might give them. And they have not really gotten on track today. Mangum shuffling his feet in the pocket. Throws far sideline. A catch made there at the boundary by Matt Bushman on second and eight. Gain of about six or seven. Third and short coming up for BYU. Third down and two. Nice catch by Bushman. Good coverage. Uh, the defender was right with Bushman. And he fights, gets positioned in front of the defender and makes that catch. Matt Bushman has a catch in every BYU game this season. Third and two, and BYU's third and two numbers not great, folks. Two for six this season on third down and two. They were very good on third and one until a defensive miss earlier today. But two and six has not been good to the Cougs. They're two of five on third downs today. Second, a third down and two from the BYU 33. 5.55 to go till halftime. Tripe trips to the left, tight end right, fake toss left. And Mangum can scramble for it. Now he'll throw out on the run. Deep for Hefo. It is in the air. A long time and cut. Aleva at the 25-yard line. The longest reception of his BYU career. Tanner Mangum loaded up and let it fly. And Aleva Hefo was open downfield for our new skin. Beautiful catch of the game. First down for BYU. New skin discover the best you. And Tanner Mangum discovers Aleva Hefo wide open downfield. He made the catch. And the Cougars first and 10 at the Bulldog 24-yard line. A 43-yard reception. Again, the longest of Aleva's BYU career. And for Tanner Mangum, the longest completion of his season. Great job by Tanner to get out of pressure, extend the play. He likes to move out to the right. When he moves to the right, he's able to see downfield. But because he was on the run, that ball was up and a little bit high in the air. He said it hung up there a long time, but Hefo was able to get to it. It was a good throw for him to get to the spot where he could have a chance to make the catch. Are we taking a break? There's a timeout on the field. We're going to stay right here with it, I Chains think. Chains are broken over there is the problem. I guess we'll stay right here with it with 5.27 to go until halftime. So it was an official's timeout to fix yeah, the chains at the timeout. far sideline. So 24-yard right. line, BYU first down and 10, down 14-0. to zero. It's the big play that's been lacking this season, the chunk yardage plays. They get one, and they're driving deep. Pistol, El Bakri behind Mangum. Play action. Mangum lobbing it for the near sideline for Hefo at the pylon. It is pass interference. Flags fly as guarding Micah Simon. The MSU DB in defense. I think it's Lashar Durer's two flags fly. you got to think it's P.I. there. Yeah, he just pushed him. He kept pushing him and pushing him, moved him right out of bounds. So an official's oh, now they're conference talking here inside the 20-yard line. Yeah, Wouldn't that be something, though? Two flags, and neither one will get called here. Yeah, they are talking uncatchable right yeah, now. Yeah, they're discussing it. BYU's two PIs. So there's a penalty also that you can't force someone out of the field of play, isn't there? Well, no, as long as you come back in, you're okay. It's, like, it's just that you can't. No, I don't mean the, I mean the defensive guy. 
Make number a call here, Mr. Referee. Oh. Ineligible receiver downfield offense, number 71. Pass interference, defense, number 25. Those fouls will offset and will replay first down. What would the O-lineman be doing downfield? That was a called pass play. On a three-step draw. Well, 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 why would he even be downfield? I thought he had a play fake to start that. Oh, it was play action, but everyone knows it's a, it's a pass. A pass play with a play action still a pass play. Huh. Yeah, on a vertical down the sideline, there's no reason. No reason. So first and ten at the uh, Bulldog 24-yard line. They'll redo it. That clock operator reset the game clock to 5:13, please. Thank you. Yeah, the clock was running the whole time that was going on, and I was wondering what they were thinking the whole time that was happening. There, the clock was running. The 43-yard pass play to Hefo was the longest pass play by Mangum, but not for the season. Hodge had a 50-yarder to Simon, but for Tanner, that's the longest pass play he's had. And Tanner Mangum is not in the game as Austin Kofensis is in direct snap. First and 10 here from the Bulldog 24. Braden Elbakri to his right hip. Low snap, Kofensis pulls it away from Elbakri and is stopped for no gain on the play as he was almost stopped in the backfield, shuffled to the right. So Kofensis has been in for a couple of downs that have lost, uh, not gained a play, and not gained a yard, and not gained a yard, and he'll check out. They did a good job to get it back to the line of scrimmage. Mangum will check back in. He was face-to-face with a defender in the backfield. If you can have an effective passing game against these SEC schools, it's something they don't see week in and week out. It is, you know, it's hard to go toe-to-toe in the run game against a school like this, but you can be effective in the air. So a second L. Bakri, Bracken L. Bakri is in the game. So it's Braden and Bracken L. Bakri bracketing Tanner Mangum in shotgun on second down and 11. Defenses lost a yard. Tanner for the end zone and overthrows the intended. Wow, he threw it well out of the end zone. Yeah, Simon was double teamed or double covered, yeah. and that ball was five yards outside the back of the end zone. So the defenses plays haven't done anything, and now they're at third down and 11 after Bracken L. Bakri checks out. And we haven't seen Ula Tolutau since that fumble lost. And I think and now uh, with Trey Dye out of the game, Squally Canada hasn't seen a snap yet, I don't think. I think Tanner did a good job. I think he's just thrown that away because he had a lot. He didn't get a drop out of that on the play fake, and so he was right near the line of scrimmage. Third down and 11, BYU 3 of 6 on third downs. They're at the 25-yard line of MSU. Draw, delay draw, Elbakri, and Elbakri on third and 11 gets four. So fourth and seven from the 21. It would make it a make would make it a 38-yard field goal attempt, and they'll they'll try for that. So BYU has run on third and nine and run on third and eleven today. And so with the ball at the 21-yard line, Rhett Almond lining up a 38-yarder, and that's a modest distance, but it would be a career long for Rhett Almond as BYU just doesn't have long kicks in the arsenal. So career long for Almond is 37. This would be 38 to make it a 14-3 game. 3.45 to go till halftime. Gavin Fowler will hold. It's a good hold. The kick by Almond is up. Plenty of distance. And good. So a career long for Rhett Almond, and that could have been good from 45, 46, 47. It looked great heading through the uprights, and BYU makes it a 14-3 game. The Cougars are on the board with 3.35 to go till halftime. Timeout on the field here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. At Ken Garf Honda of Orem, they've got a new dealership. You'll see their new showroom floor located on University Parkway. Ken Garf Honda of Orem. We hear Cougs. BYU's on the board. 14-3 is the score. 
But Mark, uh, BYU's offensive situation is uh, so uncertain that we've seen BYU run on passing downs and run with guys you wouldn't expect to run. Yeah. And quarter and guys you can't have fumble, fumble and not get back in the game, and other guys get hurt and leave the game. And man, alive, it's just a tough sledding for BYU. Even after big plays, it's all they don't get the payoff. They have a yeah. 67 uh, 67 yard INT return, turn the ball over two plays later, 43 yard pass downfield, setting them up in scoring territory, can't get it to the end zone. Field goals the result. It's a 14-3 with 3.35 to go until halftime here at Davis Wade Stadium. Yeah, it's it's a struggle. I just uh, am baffled at some of the things that we're seeing today. And it's, uh, it's you know, they talk about getting an identity. And the same thing is true that uh, Kalani said that uh, you've got to do enough good things at something in order to create an identity. And so the screen pass was uh, pretty good to start the game with. And I think that uh, they were trying to now complement it with something else, but they're just having a hard time getting to a point where they can do enough good things to rely on it. I mean, I know it's been a struggle for Tanner this year, but uh, not letting him throw on third and nine or third and 11 yeah, is interesting. It's for, yeah. it's a kickoff for Corey Edwards from south to north, right to left as we see it and you hear it. Mixon and Gray back to return for MSU. Edwards gets it. Three yards deep, and it'll be a knee for Keith Mixon. BYU's backfield last series saw the, El- the Elbakri brothers. Braden Elbakri, we know, is a fullback. Bracken Elbakri is a D alignment. So at 6'3", 261, they were using him as a second fullback, a twin fullback, but really with Braden being the running back in that equation. Haven't seen Squally Canada yet. We know that Trey Dye's not available. We know that Ula's been fumbling. We saw uh, the Elbakri brothers. Riley Burt last available. Time. And, uh... And Riley Burt hasn't had a snap yet. Yeah, I just All right, 3.35 to go till the break. It's right between the hashes for Fitzgerald and the Bulldogs. Eris Williams, 6'1", 217, the junior. Will be left hip for Fitzgerald. Tight trips left. Tight end right. And here we go. First down and 10 with the Bulldogs leading at 14-3. The handoff is to Eris Williams. He's yeah. stacked up by Taki Taki and Pau'u. It's a short yeah. gain of a couple, maybe three. I'm not sure what that far official's doing marking it three yards downfield. That's clearly a two-yard run, <laughs> but they moved the ball a yard. He didn't that get was, there. That was a Butch Pau'u hit where he stands him up. He, he changes his forward momentum immediately. Yet they just moved the ball ahead a further yard to make it second down and seven. Fitzgerald gun with Williams now right hip, and the trips go to the right side. Williams starts to the right, back left, and Taki Taki again. A tackle after a gain of five, third down and two coming up. We have under 13 minutes to go, or rather under three minutes to go until halftime. Here we go, a third down and yeah. two for BYU defensively. We'll see what they can dial up here on this big play. Critical that they don't give up points here before the half. Fitzgerald in shotgun. They're empty as they've got a wing back to the right. Two wides right, two wides left. They wave a receiver in motion. A fake fly sweep. They draw Fitzgerald. That's an easy first down. Not even hit till he gets six yards downfield. It's a gain of seven or eight on third down and short. Yeah, Taki Taki and Jones on the tackle. Butch picked right side and he went left side. That center steps up and picks him off. Picks off Butch, I'm saying. And so just easy for uh, Fitzgerald to read that and make that first down. The Cougar defense platoons an entire D-line out. And a new four are in. First down and 10 MSU at the Bulldog 41-yard line. 2.15 to go until halftime. Mississippi State with two timeouts remaining. A three-step drop, a settle in the pocket, a throw high and brought down for a first down by Donald Gray. Between two defenders, he leaps up and hauls it in. 
It's a gain of 11. Another first down and 10. The Bulldogs inside BYU territory getting late in the half. They have two timeouts to use and two minutes to play and an 11-point lead at 14-3. Boy, Isaiah Kafusi out there at linebacker and played it really well. Just jumped and couldn't quite get a hand on that ball. Shotgun snap to Fitzgerald. Looks to his right. Now to his middle. Lau left. Now deep down the left sideline. Ball in the air. A jousting with the hands battling. And an incomplete pass bouncing off the hands of Donald Gray. I thought Gray may have shoved away to get open. And he got open and couldn't haul the ball in. Deep down the far sideline. Troy Warner in coverage for BYU. And Troy Warner is stepping out. Warner, Warner takes off his helmet as he goes toward the sideline. Just winded or something else here. We're going to see if the training staff gets to him. He bends over at the waist. They're going to assess him, but he takes a knee now. BYU system battling and losing the war of attrition this year. So many important players are not playing for BYU. Aris Williams, the tailback left hip of Nick Fitzgerald on a second down and 10 at the BYU 49-yard line. Snap Nick. Quarterback draw, wide open again. First down more, 40-35, 33-yard line, 16-yard run. As the Bulldogs enter scoring territory again before halftime, leading it 14-3 and threatening to score before the break. Timeout. That's their second of this half. Now that's that's just smart right there. So they send the back in motion. We're going to take the timeout. We'll take a break with 1.38 to go until halftime. MSU 14, BYU 3 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling broadcast booth and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU football brought to you by Black Bear Diner. It was started by a couple of hungry guys with a big dream. That dream, good old-fashioned family food with great service at over 100 Black Bear Diner locations. Greg Rubel and Mark Lyons upstairs down on the field. Nate Mickle. BYU's defending against a first and ten from Mississippi State with 1.38 to play until halftime. And the Bulldogs leading BYU by a score of 14-3 here in Starkville. Ralph Sokolowski gave us a stat before the game that uh, on none of BYU's touchdown drives this season that they had an offensive penalty. But, oh. if they, but if they have an offensive penalty, they have not scored a touchdown oh. on that drive. And that last one we saw, the, I'll be darned. Yeah, the man that, downfield. Yeah. yeah, that took... So really, they've had to be almost perfect when they want to get in the end zone, and they weren't on that attempt. Harris Williams, right hip of Fitzgerald on this first down and 10. And handoff to Williams middle for a gain of four. 90 seconds to go till halftime. Now, when they took that last timeout, it said two timeouts remaining, and there are still two timeouts remaining. So either the scoreboard was wrong to begin with, or they haven't taken off a timeout they should have. Mississippi State has either one or two timeouts left here. In the first half, shotgun snap, Fitzgerald fakes right flat, goes middle, incomplete through the hands of Keith Mixon, and third down and seven coming up for the Bulldogs with 1.11 to go until halftime. There's Isaiah Kafusi again making a good play on that back, but uh, that ball's tipped up in the air, the kind that you think there's going to be somebody come up and scoop it. The referee had the best chance to make that interception. MSU four of six on third downs, their third, uh, their Third down and seven here at the BYU 31-yard line. There are two timeouts remaining. That is correct now for MSU. The scoreboard was in error moments ago. Now it's two officially left for both teams. Change play clock play. is down to eight. Game clock at 111. Bulldogs 14, BYU 3. Shotgun to Fitzgerald. Just a pocket holds as he throws. Complete inside the 20-yard line. Leaning out as Donald Gray makes the catch. It's a low ball, and it's outside the catch radius of Gray until he leans out and makes the grab. A nice reception by Gray, and the Bulldogs move the chains inside the red zone. 
It'll be the 18 of BYU, first down and 10. Minute to go until halftime. Fitzgerald gun. Trips to his wide right, but he looks left, and now quarterback draw. Sidestep inside the 15 to the 14, gain of four on first and 10. 45 seconds to go. Will they stop it again? Not yet. Clock is running. Inside 40 seconds. Bulldogs can stop it twice. 35 seconds now on the clock. 14 to 3, MSU leading BYU. They're at the 14 of BYU, second and six. Snap, Fitzgerald. Slant, incomplete. Knocked away at the goal line. Chris Wilcox bats it away. Third down and uh, six from the 14 for MSU with 29 seconds to go till halftime. Nice play there by Chris Wilcox. Yeah, Chris Wilcox. So he's uh, trailing in good position. Ball's thrown, and he makes the move in front of the defender, I mean the receiver, and bats that away. And uh, nice job by uh, the linebacker also to be in the way initially so he can't throw it early. charge timeout. BYU, 30-second timeout. So the Cougars take a defensive timeout on a third and six from the BYU 14-yard line. We're going to stay right here with it. We'll see what the Cougars dial up defensively. We'll call this a pending UCCU smart decision of the game brought to you by UCCU. Featuring low fixed rates on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit uccu.com. Well, Fitzgerald's having way too much fun back there. You know, each time he's uh, going to throw the football, he has plenty of time to do so. He's 11 for 20 for a buck 39 touchdown and a pick, passer rating of 119.9. He's run it nine times, 58 yards, average of 6.4, touchdown and a long run of 15. Now, Tanner, Tanner Mangum's had a relatively efficient day throwing it. But he's thrown just 13 times, 10 of 13, 98 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, a passer rating of 140.2. BYU would kill for 140.2 right now, but they need more out of it. They're not letting him throw a lot, or some would say enough today. Fitzgerald in gun, quarterback draw on third and six from the 14 to the 10 to the 5, stays on his feet, dives for the end zone, and he's in for a touchdown with 22 seconds to go until halftime. Mark, you said it was a drive that BYU could not see points go on the board the other way and a smart two-minute drive gives the Bulldogs a 20-3 lead with the PAT pending and a field goal every once in a while is not going to do it for BYU. And I was going to say just before the snap, Greg, that how many touchdowns does he have in his career? I know you have that on your board, don't you? Fitzgerald, a ton of them. He's got 58 58. now. 59 on that run. Between rushing, between rushing and passing oh, all together. Okay, so between rushing and passing all together, that's 50 at 59 total touchdowns now. Dak Prescott, the all-time leader at 114, by the way. Nate Mickle. Yeah, that was my point that he's second all-time to Dak Prescott. And while I'm down here, I wanted to mention uh, Trey Dye. He is out on the field now, not in pads, of course, on crutches with a boot on his foot. So another... Perhaps long-term injury suffered by the Cougars as Trey Dye has been knocked out of this game. So Nick Fitzgerald has run for two touchdowns today. That gives him 26 rushing scores on his career and 33 passing for that total of 59. Yeah, see that? It, and uh, you have to key that, pay attention that uh, every time you get inside the 20-yard line, we noticed it last year when we saw him play in Provo, that uh, every time they got inside the 20-yard line, he was going to be the key guy to pay attention to because uh, it's such a threat. And the BYU doesn't, whether they spy or the spy got blocked, couldn't get into it. 
He's the Taysom Hill of Starkville. Yeah. And he scores from 14 yards out, capping a 75-yard drive. 12 plays and 3.13 off the clock. Kickoff to BYU, 8 yards deep. And Jonah Trinneman says, I'm coming out with 22 seconds to go. Jonah Trinneman far side as a flag flies. I think they're offside on the kickoff. Yeah, so he's Got out safe. to the 21-yard line. They take the penalty at the end of it. They'll be at the 26 instead of the 25. With 17 seconds to go until halftime. Mississippi State 21 and BYU 3. And you're not really criticizing the field goal decision. The point being, it's going to take a lot more than field goals to beat MSU today. Team number 50. That five-yard penalty and it added to the end of the run. Correction. Re-kick. Five-yard penalty be added and will re-kick. So they'll see if they can maybe get it a more returnable kick and bust something here late with 17 seconds to go. So BYU's down 18, approaching halftime. And they have just the three points to show in the first half of play. And there was a time in a 7 nothing game that BYU was inside the 35-yard line of Mississippi State. And two plays later, they were turning it over on a fumble lost and have not done much since. There was a 43-yard Mangum to Hefo completion that again set the Cougars up deep in MSU territory. They could muster only three points out of that drive and ran on a third down and 11, setting up that field goal try. Mississippi State. Can you believe this? Already 300 yards of offense in the first half. 302 wow. to 121. Yeah. They've run 45 plays to BYU's 24. And despite all of that, the Cougars lead the time of possession. 13-26 to 12-59. BYU's not doing much when it has the ball. And the Bulldogs don't need a lot of time to do what it needs to do with the ball. Four long drives. Of course, the interception uh, took any points away from... Kickoff Logan Cook, and it's at the 12-yard oh. line. And up back, ended up coming back to make that reception and get out to the 23-yard line. So had they, had they taken the original penalty, they would have been beyond where they are now. Well, you're doing it in order to get your fast guy a chance to run for a score. Instead, the slow guy backpedals and catches and it. That's Kyle Griffiths. The fast guy's running up to it. The slow guy's running backward, and the slow guy took it. Yeah, and the rule it, is the slow rule guy is, never backpedaled. Yeah, right? the say slow Martin. guy never drops back to catch it. That's, that's, that's just the, a special team's tenant rule. there. And so Kyle Griffiths had the return, but he was running backwards when he caught it, and the fast guy running forward never saw it. And BYU's going to, looks like, maybe take a knee and get to halftime here. 13 seconds. Well, maybe not. They're going to go under center, though. And there it is. There it is a knee, and it is halftime. So 21-3 is our score at the break. BYU trails Mississippi State. Cowbell's clanging. And the Cougars off to the locker room to figure some things out. Nate Mickle with Coach Satake. Coach Nick, Nick Fitzgerald is a very good running quarterback. He's had some success. What can the defense do to better contain him in the second half? Sorry, I didn't hear you. So Nick Fitzgerald, the quarterback, is a very good running quarterback. What can the defense do to better, better contain him in the second half? Yeah, beat up the blocks and make the tackles. I mean, we knew he could run the ball going into this game. We played against him last year, and so uh, it's not a surprise to anybody. So we need to stop him from making plays. He's the one that's hurting us right now in the QB run game. Ula's had some success running the ball but struggling with ball control. Do you expect to see him in the second half? Not if he doesn't take care of the football. All right, thanks, Coach. All right, last year against BYU, Nick Fitzgerald ran for 41 yards and yeah. two scores. Here today in the first half, 72 yards and two scores. And uh, the fumble from Ula Tolutau was costly as it may cost BYU a chance to be more productive in the run game and it may cost Ula to Tolutau playing time. 
as uh, he's given it up and in a spot where you just can't have it. BYU needed something good to happen on that drive following the Gomwoloku INT return, and they gave it up just two plays later. We'll come back with a halftime. Sorry, Mark, go ahead. Well, the drive after that, you know, was the long ball to Hifo, and so he had a chance then. They could have gone back-to-back getting threats. They had two threats, offensive threats, and missed and only got a field goal out of it. Halftime recap is coming up next. We can tell you that the yardage tally is sizable in MSU's favor, 302 to 121. We'll have halftime, halftime stats next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.